Welcome, one and all. You have just discovered the Tom and Topher podcast experiment. First word in entertainment, entertainment, entertainment. We explore the mystery of the universe, our minds, and much more. So come along with us to the edge of all that is possible. Hey there, Chris Topher. Hey, how are you? Doing good, doing good. How are you? Good. It's been a little while. Excited for this episode. (laughs) Hey, you're telling me, bud. Yeah, bud. Hey there, bud. Hey, bud. You ready? Episode what? Five? Mm-hmm. Season two? Mm-hmm. All right, let's get right into it. Pitter patter. All right, so we had something happen to us. What's that? I wanted to reflect on this. I wanted to talk about it. Okay. Because we haven't talked about it since it happened. I'm literally intrigued right now because I don't know what you're talking about. Alright, so, Thanksgiving. Well, probably a couple days before Thanksgiving. You know, first of all, the holidays are rough for everyone. And family can sometimes make it harder. So before I tell this story, you know, Godspeed to all of you going to visit family. (laughs) Because, boy, sometimes they are rough. And here, here it is. We uh, we were gathered around the campfire after we've all had our meal and our and our mead and our wine. He said mead, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just all of a sudden, my family just decided to pretty much roast our projects, mm-hmm. telling us how uh, they really aren't going to get us anywhere and not going to do much for us. And, a lot of negativity. Yeah, a lot of textbook um, family trolling going on <clears throat> when people uh, pursue creative endeavors. From people that I didn't really even expect <clears throat> it from as well. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Can you rehash the night? Well. I can't remember some of the things that were said. I remember that, um, first of all, I believe my whole point to start the conversation was that really anybody can do whatever they want. Right. <clears throat> and anybody can uh, anybody can live their dreams while making money on the side. And if your dream is to be successful and it's not to do the things that you love, then you're never going to succeed. Right. Um, you, because you can always get more successful. You can always have more money or you can always be better at something that you're doing. Well, I think and that they will be, they'll achieve the person that um, their goal is to be successful. They will get that, but then they will be unhappy. They'll get the house, they'll get the car, they'll get all the money and women, whatever. <clears throat> but they'll still be dead inside. And they'll yeah. still be a very unhappy, rich person. And mm. then they'll die. You hear about so many artists talk about that, how they love the like grind and they love the beginning of their journey. Yeah. And, you know, I think that all in all, we're doing something that we like. And yeah. a few people out there like as well. And 
we started this saying that we didn't even care if one person listened to this. We just wanted to start a podcast. Right. And if anything, we had something out there with our thoughts and our opinions. And when we pass on, people can listen if they want. Yeah. It's like an audio journal. Exactly. And uh, the success has already come. Every time we get a new listener or a new follow, like, mm-hmm. that's a, in, that's excitement in addition to being able to do what we want to do. Yeah. And I think the biggest part of their thing was is that we've been able to do it on somebody else's dime by using somebody else's home to do it in. Mm-hmm. It was like, well... I mean, if you want to be hateful about it, then you got me. Like, you know, we're not, I mean, Joe Rogan didn't always have that studio. Yeah. And we don't. In his living room, right? Yeah, I thought he did it like in his kitchen, like somewhere in his house. Something kind of ghetto. But uh, that's what we're doing. It's not really like a fashionable studio or anything. And. That was my point all along, and they kind of made it by, I just, you know, anybody can do it. Anybody can do what they want. Right. And, like, some people probably assume that we have better equipment than we have, but we don't. Mm -hmm. We have a mic and a computer, and we just chill in a room and do a podcast. We don't have any of the studio, like, sound deadening panels and the mic arm and all that stuff which is cool and I'd love to have those things one day that's our goal you know but we just need to get the sound that we're making out of our mouth onto the internet yeah that's all we need to do and we've gotten good at what we're doing mm-hmm. you know and we live in an, in an age where you can do it all on your phone you can do it all on your laptop you don't really need all the special stuff the special stuff just kind of adds that extra layer of quality that probably makes it a little bit nicer to listen to a little more polished mm-hmm. and I think those are important things to do and iterate on once you get to that level but um, this is like for me this is the good stuff just kind of this run and gun type setup we have here just a laptop and a mic and we're I don't know it's raw it's like we're at the core of this platform that we're kind of kind of uh, abstract right now but we're creating it you know the podcast is the basis for the other projects that we're going to be working on and that is kind of a very new concept to a lot of people and when there's a new concept to people they don't understand it and when they don't understand it it strikes fear in them because it probably triggers some of their own insecurities and um, subconsciously they're like wow they're doing what I wish I did mm-hmm. when I was 17 or 20 and now I'm in my late 50s and you know I, th- I think they truly believe that um, you can't do it yeah. you can't do what you want in this world like right. <laughs> like millennials mm-hmm. get a job you know yeah go to college you dumb millennials the world we're like almost on a different planet from where it was in the 70s when they were in their younger days, you know, going to college and stuff. Um, like I said, you could start a business and your only equipment is your phone. You could right. you could start an e-commerce store doing that. 
and you don't have to, not that this is a bad thing, but you don't have to work up, work your way up in a company to be successful in life. You can do anything. And now is the, the best time for that to do whatever it is you want. Look at all the, like the stuff we're looking into with just, um, distributing music. It's way easier, almost effortless yeah. distributing your music to every single music platform right. out there. It's like, it's plugging. crazy that we didn't know about it. Right. And, um, yeah, this is a point I kind of wanted to bring up on the last podcast we did about boomers is that just that generation, <laughs> <laughs> just the generation and you know, the people that were, you know, giving you a lot of trouble. <clears throat> um, they just have a conformist mindset. Yeah. You just, you conform, you know, I conformed to my parents and if I didn't, then I'd get a whipping or, you know, I would conform to my boss and if I didn't, then I wouldn't get that promotion or I'd get fired. Yeah. And now companies have a hard time keeping millennials because people are not as conforming as they used to be. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of uh, my sister's dad. I've told you this before, but he um, he refuses to believe that just refuses to believe that he or anyone could get a degree online from a university. It's something that he thinks is a fake story, yeah. some sort of fake news, something. I don't know. Yeah, he just refuses to believe it. And it's weird because you you could have you have endless proof for it. Go, yeah, you could go Google it. Yeah, you could go, but that's just probably fake news. And like the people you're saying that think you just can't do it, and there are countless examples of ordinary people that made something extraordinary. I think that, um, you know, you could talk, you can tell them about. Um, well, I mean, Steve Jobs and Elon Musk—they're like a different breed of person, but the beginnings of what they created are very. Um, humble like Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak built um, Macintosh in Steve Jobs' parents' garage yeah in, the, in his parents' garage and um, I think it was Elon Musk his brother Elon Musk and his brother or Elon Musk and Peter Thiel um, rented a, an office space and they that's where they slept they just slept in their office and they worked on PayPal, I think it was. PayPal or something else before that. And then, now look at them. Yeah. Now we're probably going to go to Mars because of them. And now we have these electronic devices that are somehow very human. And we have we love them. And it's all come from these from humble beginnings. Yeah, it's almost like... I don't know. I think about this a lot, how like uh, past generations had like Gandhi or like these great men like um, Michelangelo, Mm -hmm. like artists. Uh, We're kind of like in a similar renaissance. And like, I believe that people like Elon Musk and Steve Jobs and Bill Gates, they're all going to reign as these like great wise renaissance leaders who like busted through this weird technological gap or barrier and just shot for the stars yeah literally like elon musk is shooting for the stars trying to get to mars um 
yeah, we're in like a, a really crazy time right now that people aren't recognizing this technological revolution. Yeah, and change is happening so rapidly it makes your head spin. Like, just think about the how um, a new electronic device, how frequent one would come out in the early 2000s and, like, maybe the mid-90s, mid to late 90s, how, like, once every two or three years something really big would come out yeah. and every other two years something else really big would come out, like a game console or, um, I don't know. Yeah, game consoles. The Xbox 360 <laughs> lasted a long Flat time. Screens. The Xbox 360 lasted like eight years before the yeah. Xbox One came out, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I just remember that, like with phones, there was a lo- they were like in in 2008 and like 2009 that that era. They were like kind of uh, just shoving anything they yeah. could out there There's just so much look at, already look at this one flips this way and then whoa it goes around and then mine has a kickstand so i can watch my favorite youtube videos and nascar videos on my phone yeah but that's that's the ones with the internet some of them don't all have yeah yeah mine doesn't connect to the internet but it has a qwerty keyboard you ever heard of lte mine has a qwerty keyboard do you know what that is <laughs> yeah dude qwerty right there yeah it says qwerty right on the keyboard yeah Q W E R T Y. Mm-hmm. 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 Or the bro, I just got a razor. Dude, I love that phone. That I, was a good phone. I wish I got that phone, but I wasn't allowed to have a phone. I my, had I was I had to buy my own phone. Well you were a, a lot older. You were what, in your mid thirties by then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was well into adulthood by the time phones came out. Yeah, well into your well into years. it. Yep, I was on my second divorce at that time. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, dude, how old were you when Razors came out? Uh, let's see. Damn. Say that was like uh, probably two thousand seven. Yeah, how old was I then? Nineteen. Really? Mm-hmm. How many years older are you than I am? I think seven. You were born in 95? Yeah. It's easy math, dude. You're 12. Easy math, bro. <laughs> You're 12, dude. Come on. Just do the math, Just do math. the math. You're 95, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're 12. Yep. Didn't have a phone then. Well, I did. Parents didn't care if I got taken, killed, didn't matter. Just had to walk home, no phone. All right, yeah. bud? That's kind of weird to think because you didn't have, um, like you had to pay a lot of money to have internet access on there or just tank your, uh, your uh, well, yeah, you'd pay for it. It was so, so much it's weird that you, they didn't let you have a phone. Especially since there was just flip phones back then. Now I can see, I can understand pause for parents giving their kids. I got one in like eighth grade. Yeah, but now you have like iPhones and well, yeah, there were iPhones in two thousand seven. That barely came coming out. That just came out. But now, like, if I were to give my son, I'd be scared to give my son the phone. I would like him to have one because for safety reasons, but. 
just it's the portal to all. I remember in like uh, not all of it is good. Probably sixth grade for me. My math teacher was talking about. Uh, oh yeah, there's this new like you know the iPods. They're coming out with like a new phone, and we're like, what? No. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, they're coming out with a phone. It's gonna be crazy. I'm like, what? So what? You just listen to music on your phone? Is that like, oh, whoa? Yeah. And then my friend got one, and I'm like, what? What is that? And he's like playing a tap tap revolution, Mm -hmm. just booping and bopping on there. And I'm like, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's my new iTouch. And I'm like, what's an iTouch? He's like, it's kind of like the base version of an iPhone. And my mind just pretty much exploded. That's crazy. I remember like saying, why would I want to go on the internet on my phone? I could just, I'd rather go on my computer. It was so shitty. Yeah. Well, back then, um, there was no, the internet was not designed for um, small devices at all. There was no, uh, what do they call that? Uh, I forget the terminology for it. Reactivity. Wouldn't react to device size. Oh, so yeah. if you, like, I don't know if you remember, if you were to adjust the window for your browser, it wouldn't, You the website would just stay the same. Yeah. You'd have that, that bottom slider bar. Now the, the websites are designed so it um, knows the size of the device that's viewing the web page. Mm-hmm. And then it'll adjust to that. I remember asking my sister, like, hey, can I use your phone? And, like, she told me, like, I was trying to, like, find something out and she was like oh just look it up on the internet and I was like what do you mean you can just and she was like yeah you can look things up on the internet I was like <laughs> and my next question was literally like can I go on MySpace and she was like yeah you can type in MySpace.com It's <laughs> literally all I did <laughs> I remember when Playstations got that got internet access and kids at school were like dude you can look at porn on your PlayStation. <laughs> Dude, nobody will know. My parents don't know about it. It's crazy. Xbox <laughs> didn't have that for a long time. What's that? Oh, the internet. Internet. At least I don't think they did. Yeah. See, Chris, I wasn't a pervert. Okay, I didn't say I. Said <laughs> I said people at school. Yeah, but we all know. What do you want from me, Tommy? <laughs> What do you want me to Sorry, say? Sorry, man. What do you want me to say? Got you in a corner. I was actually pretty... Uh, What's up? Holy child back then. I doubt it. I was. I doubt it. I was up until a point. I bet you thought you were. You were just scared of what you were doing. Isn't that what everyone said, uh, Everyone goes through? Oh, God. Then puberty happens. and then, I guess. Well, I've always liked girls. Ever since kindergarten. Yeah, I've always only liked girls. Tommy. <laughs> yeah, only women. Never anything else. And I never questioned it. But not that that's wrong or anything. Right, Chris? <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Right? We don't want to be canceled. Right, Chris? Right. Yeah. You ever see that Seinfeld where they do that the whole show? What? Not that there's anything wrong with being gay. <laughs> no, I don't watch Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, that was before your time. Yeah, I'm not a boomer. That was a sick thing to say. <laughs> that was a terrible insult. But I want to get back to what we were talking about. I don't. Chris Topher. What? 
Let's get down to the nitty gritty. What's the nitty and also the gritty? Hey, thanks for that noise. The waveform on it looks quite. We'll scary. have to do the coffee tasting, whatever we used to do. Coffee tasting, beer tasting, wine tasting. We have coffee right in front of us. But, anyways, back to what we were talking about. We should about. do marijuana tastings, too. Don't tell Bryson that. He already thought of that. Really? Yeah. Well. He wants to do something like that. On his? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I'll send him an email. We can collab. Yeah, we'll do a collab. <laughs> also, we can collab. Never mind. I won't say that. Um, first off. Man. Well, we were talking about... Um, how your family didn't understand what was going on, so they basically attacked you and, like, swarmed you. That was a crazy night. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Well, from there, we went on to talk about uh, Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, Mm -hmm. how crazy it is where we are. And I saw an article... I saw an article that... uh, was talking a little bit about what we're talking about right now and it was it pretty much was talking about how um, we're going to leave this planet eventually and the places we're going to go if it's not Mars it's going to be these exoplanets Mm -hmm. and the transit in between Earth and those exoplanets will be quite a long time. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be generations of people born on these ships and raised on these ships who will probably only live on these ships. And they're talking about how um, they're talking about how people survive on islands, you know, Mm -hmm. colonies for thousands of years and humans are capable of doing this. Yeah. But there's so many other things to take into account, like gravity and how it's going to affect you. um, I wonder, I wonder, I think they could probably at least, um, like using the centrifugal force of like in, um, space odyssey. 2001 Space Odyssey, mm-hmm. how the, the ship is spinning, and they're using centrifugal force to create um, like a gravitational pull. So I wonder if they could do that, you know, use, you know, use the math to figure out how to mimic Earth's gravitational pull. And so that the hum- sure humans on whatever vessel is traveling to this exoplanet will still have, well, th- yeah, they'll still have, like, an environment similar to Earth. Well, they did talk a little bit about something called simulated gravity. Yeah. So that might be the same thing. Yeah. But they would have, I think there isn't any type of advi- device that will have, that can actually create gravity. They would have to use centrifugal force. And would it be exactly point? the same? Probably not. Probably. Well, yeah. Like maybe like sl- it's it's very similar, but there's still that slight little yeah. But with the match, change. you could probably get very precise. I bet you they probably already know how to do that. Yeah. 
I'm surprised they don't have it right now. Well, this There's article, a lot of things I'm surprised about with space travel that we haven't already discovered yet. Ever since the end of the Cold War, the United States just kind of like, eh, okay, we're done with space. We'll just use NASA to monitor the planet now. Our planet. And then Elon Musk comes along and he's like, I'm going to build my own space force. Yeah. <laughs> and he's doing it too. Along with a million other things. I just love that guy. I'm going to get him ta- tattooed on my butt. But that, that whole uh, scenario of traveling from one planet to another just reminds me of Wally. And like the whole, co- this whole like project that they did in Wally was to send humans on this space cruise, luxury cruise for a few years, and they'll come back and the robots will have cleaned up Earth. And they go out and they just linger out in space for a couple thousand years. And uh, everybody has forgotten what Earth even is, really. Yeah. And I thought it was 500 years. Oh, do, do you remember Wally lore? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got, Wal- you got Wally lore Love down to movie. the... Yeah? Yeah. 500 years, exactly? Yeah, I have notes on it. Would you like to see it? I, I have would be willing notes. to bet it is beyond a thousand years. Look it up, bro. I'm look it up right now. I'm going to keep talking. Please do. But I would put money on the fact that it was... I'll put... Hey, you got a $5 bill? Nope. You don't, don't, ga- you don't believe in gambling? How many years was the spaceship in Wally in space? Here we go. 700 years. <laughs> I was the closest without going over. If this was no. if this was um, Price is Right, I would have won. And you would have heard the <laughs> noise to your answer, not me. You're wrong. There would be bells ringing. And I would be getting the grand prize. But here's the thing: you said I would 500 won the years. Showcase showdown. 500 years. That's so low. What is the? What is it? 700 and 700 what? years. According, according to the movie, the ship has been traveling for 700 years when Wally and Eve arrive. Eva. You don't even know her name. Eve. Her name's Eve. I know, but Wally says Eva. I don't know why we're arguing about that. Dude, Wally lore I is think, important. Yeah, it is. And you got it wrong. <laughs> we both got it By wrong. By a large degree. It's, okay, let's move Mine on. Mine was a mere mispronunciation of a name. Bro, Christmas time is almost upon us. Yeah. I wish I had some sleigh bells. I'd start ringing them right now. Yeah. Freaking sleigh bells ringling. Jing, jing, jingling. a ding dong. I haven't done a lick of shopping. <clears throat> Dude, you have kids. Yeah. Christmas is fun for you. What? Yeah, I love it. Damn, you got a lot of shopping to do. Yeah, it's not that bad. They're easy. I only, and my brothers and I stopped buying gifts for each other because they all have their own families now. Mm -hmm. And it's just too expensive. I have a lot of nieces and nephews, too. What'd you get me? Why are you laughing? What? Why you? I said, why are you laughing, Chris? What's up? Um, what'd you get me for my birthday? (laughs) 
How's that? No, but like you're the older one, so you're a lot older. <laughs> There's a lot of things I want to say. Gonna do it. Say it. Recorded and then say it. listening to the internet. No, that's a, an inside joke that we should keep. <laughs> it should not go on the show. All right, man. Let's Fine, go I'll get you a present. <laughs> you want a gift card? You want an Amazon gift card? I'll get you a $10 Amazon gift card. Yeah, I have this 25% off Adidas next time purchase. That you'll give to me? Yeah. Thanks. Here. Hey, I love coupons. <laughs> Bring, them Bring them on. Bring them on. I hate. Go ahead. I, I hate it. I hate what's happening. What we're talking about? <laughs> Christmas time? I, I just, I'm not a fan of you right now. Why is that? Because I'm not giving you a present? Yeah. I mean... Sorry about it, come dude. Come on, man. Maybe I'll get you uh, some moose munch. I'm your best bud. All right, moving on. Cryo chambers. Is that more likely to happen than than just letting us free roam on a ship and live in a colony on our way to a new planet? Here's what I think is going to happen. What's up? Tell me. I don't think we're going to be traveling in space for thousands of years. I don't think we'll need cryosleep because I think that warp drives, warp technology, traveling at warp speed, <coughs> not a good place where we can bend space time and we won't need... Warp drives will be the future of our colony. Everyone, listen up. My name is Christopher O'Connors, and I will say right now that warp drive technology is advanced enough right now to where it could be implied and used amongst the stars. This is the second time in 48 hours where I said something completely serious. (laughs) (laughs) And then you came out of nowhere, like guerrilla warfare. Like I'm just riding my donkey through the desert, and then you came out of the mountains (laughs) with your band of raiders and just destroyed me, killed me, and stole my donkey. Looted you, left you in the desert to die. Unreal. Just bleeding Unreal. out. Fellow travelers are just, I just walking I think over that you. I think that warp technology, which I read an article recently, and I have to go digging to find it, but the math is there. Mm-hmm. They just got to figure out how to um, implement it. Mm-hmm. So if you do that, you won't need you know propulsion from a rocket. No, but you, you, had, you had you had. What's up? What's up with warp drive? It bends space-time, so it makes point A and point B closer together. Does that make sense to you? Mm -hmm. I think I saw this on Interstellar once. Yeah, and they also explain it in the um, Netflix series Stranger Things Season 1, Episode (laughs) 4. Really? Yeah. You know that? I don't know about that. The episode never Then you know your lore. It's in Season 1. The science teacher talks to them about um, that concept of bending space-time which mm-hmm. is basically what a warp drive would do well you know pretty nifty stuff chambers huh? Walt disney isn't so crazy after all you think we'll be able to wake him up i don't know let's look at that it's our cry heard thing i heard that he's not even frozen who and i heard that walt disney is that a thing i never heard of that you never heard that he's frozen? They say that he froze himself before he died. Like, 
He wasn't even supposed. To, he wasn't even dying. He okay. just froze himself. So he's in like a time capsule. Pretty much. Probably somewhere in Disneyland. Okay, I'm seeing some articles. One from MSNBC. Yeah, go ahead and pull that up. Cryosleep may open the door to deep space. Here's how. Ooh, see? What's up? Look at that. Wow, Straight it's like of, Fallout. Yeah, I was just going to say that. In science fiction, people need to travel immense distances through blah, blah, blah. They're stellar. Yeah, Avatar, NASA. Humans, putting astronauts. Okay. Fallout's a good example of that. Cryosleep? Yeah. Yeah. End of the world stuff. Fall asleep until it's over. Wake up to chaos. What if you woke up and everyone was dead and there's just aliens roaming around your ship? My ship or yeah. my doomsday bunker? Well, we're talking about space travel. Okay. So when you're on your ship and then you just see... You need to see alien covenant. I would get my blaster and I would end their lives. No doubt about it. <laughs> I would hunt them down one by one. No problem, Christopher. And then 20 years later, you're found from a rescue ship, and you have this big beard, and you're living off of alien meat. <laughs> <laughs> you're just this space caveman. Bro, that reminds me of uh, good movie. Love Robots, something on Netflix. What is it? Uh, love. Death and Robots. Yeah, that's it. That was Bro, a crazy that's series. A crazy series. I watched most of them. I like that one, the one where the guy is in like an AI simulation and he doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. And he's like in space. You don't remember that one? Mm-mm. And then there's the one where there's like that, that like colony growing in the freezer. Damn, I need to rewatch it apparently. I'm done with you. Well, tell me about it. Bro, Fill me in. Pretend I'm a guest that has never seen the show before. I don't tell I don't tell stories well. I don't I don't reenact stories well. I don't understand right. what I had to say. It's a good show. Go on, go and watch it if I'll you rewatch it. I watched it when it first came out, which I think was like a year ago. Do you think Trump's gonna be impeached? No. No. I don't think so. I think They're signing the last stuff on the I haven't really seen anything. I saw concrete. Stuff. I saw stuff when we went to dinner today, dude. What'd you see? On the T V. What was it? The House is signing the last of the documents hmm. to, uh, I guess... Go to an impeachment, what, hearing? Trial? Something I don't like know that. how it works. I don't know how it works, dude. But from what I've seen, it's been kind of a laughable yeah. process. Yeah. That's uh, not a to pro-Trump be like statement, I just want to say that. Nancy Pelosi. I don't even know really what he's getting impeached for. or Some from phone call to... The Ukrainian prime minister. Oh, yeah, he was. But he released the transcript for it. He was, like, funding and paying for people's stuff based off of whether they helped him or not. And it was, like, foreign. Yeah. That's was, the, they're alleging that it was a quid pro quo type thing. It wasn't investors, like, it was, uh, what was it? It was, like, official, government officials. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily investors or something like that. I don't know. You think he'll win the second term? Oh, yeah. Because the DNC has completely mishandled this election and the previous one. They should have let Bernie Sanders go when it said they forced Hillary Clinton on people. And now they're forcing Joe Biden, who can't complete a sentence, a coherent sentence, 
and says the craziest stuff. Nobody, nobody wants Joe Biden. What? But that's there. Isn't he like the front runner? Isn't that what Bernie? Bernie is. Let me look at the. Let's look at the stats here. You might be right. Why are we talking about politics, dude? Keep talking. <sighs> it's politics time, huh? Democrat candidate polls. There we go. Let's see who's in front. <clears throat> What do you think? You think he'll be impeached? No. Like I, like you said, I think it's just been kind of... Who's Pete Buttigieg? He's up front. Joe Biden is in fourth place. So it's Pete Buttigieg, Elizabeth Warren. I hope I'm saying his last name right. Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden. And then Yikes. Tulsi Gabbard is way at the bottom. Yikes. She's like, if she, I would vote for her, if it was her versus Trump. Who's Pete Buttigieg? He's the guy. Buttigieg. Buttigieg. That's how I would say it. Look him up. All right, well. We were both wrong, but I was more right than you were. Oh, about what? About the politics that we were just discussing. Uh, uh, San- no, nah, that Sanders is uh, above Joe. So, <sighs> just feel good about that. Yeah, just let the record show that Thomas Drake Layton was right. He's a mayor. He was a mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Okay. Well, I've never seen him in my life. Let me see. He's a young dude, thirty-seven. All right. But he's number one right now. I'll have to look into him, see what's up with that guy. The rest oh, yeah. are pretty close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 17, 19 range. What do you think of the Cybertruck? Bro. Cybertruck is all the rage. I love it. Looks like the Warthog from Halo. Mm-hmm. It looks like a lot of vehicles in uh, Blade Runner as well. I love that look, that cyberpunk look. Yeah, they're totally going off that too. With yeah. The way, like the the uh, font for Cybertruck too. Mm-hmm. It's like, dudes, they know it's the gonna be trendy. Did it again. He knows. He knows how these memes work. Memes are powerful. Mm-hmm. Memes are powerful. They spread like wildfire. They are, and you can get the essence of a point cross yeah. in one meme. Make it relatable, people love it, it goes viral. Yeah. And you control a nation. Yeah. And then your whole planet. Yeah, just like and Elon Musk. Star system. Yeah, I love I love Elon Musk. <laughs> Would you go to Mars? Uh, let's no. say he let's say he perfected no. the process from Do you wanna to know Mars. why? You wanna know why? I would love to. Because Mars is boring. But what if they made great colonies there? Mars is boring. Earth is so cool. That's There's true. so much cool shit here. Like, yeah, you can go to a desert. You can go to a beach. You yeah. can go to a rainforest. You can go to a rainforest in a desert near a beach. Yeah. You can go to Russia's snowy mountains. This reminds me, I was on a... 
I was walking a trail one time, just having a stroll, and um, I was I was like, it was really pretty out. The wind was blowing. It was like the perfect breeze out, and everything. It was and I was just kind of lost in my thoughts, thinking like, I wonder what it'd be like to experience all these things on a different planet, like wind on my face, seeing alien trees and stuff like that. But thinking that way led me to really appreciate the planet that I'm on because I am experiencing those things now. Why would I have to go to a different planet to really enjoy the wind on my face, the trees, the trail that I'm on, nature, other people? It's all, we just take it for granted. Something that I, I do sometimes is, like let's say I'll drive through Folsom which is, uh, for people that don't know, it's uh, just a suburb of um, Sacramento. But I'll drive through it, and it has a historical district. I'll drive through it trying to look at it through the eyes of a um, person who doesn't live here and try and take in all of its uniqueness and um, all the small little details that make it unique from a lot of other things and try and enjoy that, enjoy the scenery as a tourist yeah. in the country. Right? Well, it's crazy because, I mean, I just recently moved here and I was, like, blown away. So pretty here. Yeah, it is, Sacramento especially. Rivers and bridges and people so out just trees. playing and breweries and pubs and so much stuff for people our age to do. Yeah, and I used to be that guy that was like, I need to get the fuck out of Sacramento. I need to move away. I need to do this stuff. But honestly... LA it's the capital. A, yeah, it's the capital. It's beautiful. It's we're so close to Lake Tahoe and San Francisco, and the rest of the state is just a few hours drive or just less than an hour's plane ride. Um, you can get really anywhere from here. You can get to the snow beach. You can go to the desert. Yeah, it's perfect. You can pretty much sample the world. But that's just California. From California. In general. Well, if I was in Kansas or something. I've never been there. Maybe it's great. But Kansas is often used as an example of a boring state. If I lived in there, maybe I would be moving out as soon as possible. That's why it's so expensive to live here, probably. Yeah. So I feel if you live in California, you're really lucky. I mean, there's shitty parts of California. A lot of the valley, like Modesto or Fresno. And even in those those towns, maybe there's a lot of cool things that I don't know about that the locals do yeah don't talk shit about Fresno they have a zoo hey cool and they have a football team <laughs> right or a college football team the yeah. Bulldogs that are very popular they have yeah. a gang named after them yeah and everybody in Bakersfield went there Fresno State yeah hmm. it's weird everyone here goes to Sac State or UC Davis or Chico Chico never been to Chico. Well, I have, actually. But, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized how much of a non-story it would be to elaborate on my time in Chico. Yeah, keep, yeah, keep telling us. Well, I was on a moving job. Right. I had a summer job uh-huh. when I was a young boy. Uh-huh. 17? Yeah. 18? One where, of the two numbers. Where'd you put the and rope? What? Keep going. I went to this house in Chico and I ripped my pants. Mm-hmm. And I had to spend the whole day lifting heavy objects with <laughs> my ass hanging out. And everyone laughing at me. <laughs> Bunch of grown men. 
laughing at me, young Chris. Yeah, one time. Split uh, jeans. One time I got my pants caught on a fence trying to hop it, and, <laughs> and I fell, and they ripped the ripped my leg up pretty bad too. Ripped the pants off though, and uh, I was pretty <laughs> much just hanging there, and had to get a lot of people to help me down. Was, was your Willie hanging out? No, I had boxers on, oh. dude. Come on now. You never free ball it in your life. <laughs> Eleven year old boy. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Where's the ejectment? <laughs> it still has an adult. What are you talking about? Wait, where garage room going? Why are you hopping fences? Free ball. <laughs> where are you going? I missed the part where you stated your age. <laughs> Moving on. Um yeah, AI. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, technology's crazy, bro. Wow, dude. Well, we're at a solid 45 minutes. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm going to end it on this, all right? So, things are happening in the world today that will allow us to be able to see incomprehensible human achievement that is beyond anything that we can consider now. What we will have in five years from now will be so advanced that we won't even be able to understand the capabilities in modern day, just like humans in the 1800s wouldn't be able to understand what a cell phone or a television was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something I was thinking. It's just something that uh, I just want to let everybody dwell on. This uh, world's going to change fast. Yeah. And in 10 years... We will be so advanced that the world will look completely different. We can't even imagine it. And then from there, I believe that every year we will advance so much that the world will change every year into a new age almost. Right. And thank goodness we have some self-awareness on we're getting there, I would think. I don't know. I'm not a climate scientist, but we are taking into consideration our effect on the planet. And I think that if technological advances go the way they do, and if um, like we become these cyborg, godlike, ultra-intelligent beings, we would understand that you know what the consequences of our technological advancement, and mm-hmm. go about it in a way that does not harm the planet yeah. and other planets, which we are doing. Big time. Like, I was just talking about this the other day about how uh, people, we may have a bunch of problems in this world, but people just immediately, maybe not all of them, but a lot of people just react immediately to the situation. Mm -hmm. And that's how humans are. Like, we identify, oh, there's a problem. And we change and we react. Oh, we gotta change. We gotta do this. Yeah. And like, we see this in like wartime where like the United States, they all pulled together and like started donating war bonds, started using certain supplies, using less supplies, using, uh, you know, donating their food, all this stuff to like band together for this one cause. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it just seems that humans, 
humans are a lot more capable than we think, and we're going to be able to last a long time if we don't just nuke each other all. Yeah. Hmm. Things are looking good, in my opinion. Yeah. Great, 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 great talk. All right. Thanks well. for uh, thanks for coming, everybody. Thanks for listening. You just entered the Tom and Topher experiment. Thanks for stopping by. Go to our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz at Tom and Topher. Uh, we love you. God bless you. And angels watch over you. Good night.